This is the ToadHopNetwork.com. The best in the world. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. It's the Craig Shoemaker Show with Craig Shoemaker, Sarah Sweet, and Joel Geist. Adam Carroll, C. Thomas Howell, Kevin Cronin is with us from Mario Speedwagon, Ed Begley Jr., Alonzo Bowden, Grant Shaw, Tom Amandis, Ryan Phelps, Jill Whelan, Chris Harrison's here today, <laughs> Tom Bergeron, Dr. Drew, hey. Rondell Sheridan. Hi, it's Craig Shoemaker Show. Who's this? Yeah, Jack. It was literally like putting my penis in a open can of oil. We are men. We are men. We fart. We fart again. We pee, we poop, we burp, and... You're laughing it off with the Craig Shoemaker Show. Don't forget to visit our website, craigshoemakershow.com. <laughs> because we don't like uh, shows without callers. Right. I go for every one of them. I'm going to open up right with a caller. We got a caller. I, for some reason, yes, yeah, someone... Hey, how are you? Hello, hello. Oh, this better be good because you're the open of our show. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I don't know what you're calling about. I don't know who this is. I know you're in the 310 area code. That's all I know about you. And I just said, yeah, I'm going right to the phones. Since we're supposed to be live tomorrow, I don't even know if we're live today. I don't know. Uh, who knows what's going on technically, but uh, should I save my good stuff for when we are live, when, when it's worked out? <laughs> pretend that, that it's live. That's why I'm going to the caller. Up. We'll do a little amateur hour then. <laughs> then who's this? <laughs> Hey, it's Keith Leon calling hey. from Connecticut. Hi, Keith. How you doing? Boy, long time. And uh, you're in Connecticut now and uh, living the life. I was just thinking about you the other day as I had a yard sale and I sold your book for a dollar. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it was autographed. <laughs> a book Jesus. that he wrote or just one he lent you? No, no, no. He uh, he sent me a number of books that he was he's, he was the compiler of. He compiled a number of different stories from people. And uh, do you want to tell us about it before I yeah. before I ruin your story uh, of the book? Oh, it was uh, it was uh, my first my first huge bestseller. It was called "Who Do You Think You Are? Discover the Purpose of Your Life." And yeah. uh, Craig's in that book. Matter of fact, I, he would sell it. I am the perfect person to go to. Who do you think you are? I grew up with it like in Philadelphia. Who, hey, hey, hey! Who do you think you are? But things have That's changed. Right. There's a different tone to it now. It's like, who ah. do you think you are? Yeah. That's who I become now. Who do you think you are? And at first, when he asked me that, I thought he was asking me, you know, in a Philly way. I said, sure, I can help. I can, I can contribute to this book. So he sent me a number of books, and I had a garage sale the other day, and, and I ran across his uh, best-selling book. Not out of my place, it's not been a bestseller. But because uh, uh, a lot of people, you know, they're, you know, if they're looking for something from Craig Shoemaker, they're going, you know, I want something that's Craig Shoemaker, not right. just a few paragraphs of who right. do you think you are. So... Hasn't been uh, at the top of the list, so I said, you know, I'm going to throw a couple of these books out here in the garage. I made a dollar off of you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want it anymore. So, yeah, I'll never forget when I, I sat down and asked you all these serious, contemplative questions, and you're going, really? Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can go either way. That's the thing. I, yes, I, you I'm, can. Yeah, I'm bi-spiritual. <laughs> I can go Try even, spiritual. I, I, you know, it's, Try anything once, it's, right? a, it's, a, it's amazing to me. Uh, I think about this often of, of uh, who I am today versus who I was before. Is, is, there was the non-spiritual, maybe like 1% of the time when I prayed to wake up or I prayed, to, or I prayed for the hangover to go away. I mean, there, were, there was a different time in my life, and now I just keep moving towards that direction of uh, self-accomplishment, but I'm talking about inner accomplishment, finding that inner Shangri-La in my life. I've tried these different me methods, 
and uh, many have worked, and I'm really happy with who I am today. But I wander into. I'm going to go. I'm going to up to. I'm up to eighty percent spiritual. <laughs> Not bad. And the other, the other is just that prick from Philadelphia <laughs> who will take you down to Chinatown. But uh, but Keith, you are one of those people that I look in my life always adds a smile to me. He is. He he's. I'm going to call him a ninety-nine percenter. Yeah. Why? Because he's ninety-nine percent spiritual and uplifting oh. and oh. mindful. He's, I call him 99. I'm at 80. I can only achieve and hope to be like you someday. <laughs> you need that 1% to keep you from just evaporating into smoke, right? Yeah, you do have a 1%, don't you? That you're not very, uh, you know, kind of um, with one with the universe. Am I right? Oh, everybody's got a 1%, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we all have 1%, but some have one times, I have one times 20. So uh, you are, uh, how would you uh, rate yourself in, in that world of, uh, of, of growth? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. One percent, definitely wow. done the work. Wow, <laughs> good for you, good for yeah. you. <laughs> Is he? Ma are you married? Yeah. Yeah, happily for. Yeah, I think we should ask your wife. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, no, ask his wife, and she's gonna say he doesn't even have a one percent. Really? Hundred? Yeah, they're very much in love. Yeah, big wow. time. Yeah, they're like one of those couples you aspire to be. Oh. They've even they've even written a book about that. Yes. <laughs> they, they wrote a book about that. It's like you can have happiness just like we have. And and by the way, yeah. second time around her Keith is just like yeah. you know, we some of us have to try and and then you have something to compare it to. Yeah. Yeah, That's, I just had uh, uh I, I had that. 13 and a half years with my practice wife. <laughs> and then and then the wife uh my second wife, we just passed 13 and a half years when we were in St. John on the island and oh. we did a renewal ceremony on uh, Valentine's Day. It was really, really cool. Oh, that's awesome. I, how come I was not asked to be the minister? Because I'm at 80%? <laughs> Is that why? Is it, when he gets higher up into the 90s, when he gets into the 90s, maybe we will ask him to do the next ceremony 13 and a half years from now, have a, a rebirth ceremony. Joe, has I a have a question. For you. Yeah. Uh, and for you, do you yeah. think you can skip ahead to your second marriage? Do you have to have the first one? <laughs> 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 you know, while you're in that marriage, I don't think anyone wants to hear. I want to skip ahead. Yeah, can we just can we just fast like forward? stop this right now and and get on to the next? But, you one? know, make so, the first one as good as the second one with as much perspective and everything. Really? Can you do that? I'm asking. I don't know. I would go impossible. Yeah. I was saying. Yeah. Only so, if you read our book before the first. One. <laughs> that's true. Right. If you read their book, then you can what's go right to book? that's the first one. This is another book. Now, what's this one called? Uh, it's called uh, the Seven Steps Successful Relationships. It was actually our first book uh, endorsed by Don Gray, who wrote Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. So right. If that says anything. You see what Keith does? He's a genius. You know why he's a genius? <laughs> he associates himself with people that will sell his books. Yeah. It's genius. That's yeah. good. I don't know if that makes him 1% or 99%, but that's what he does. Yeah. It's very clever. He filled, <laughs> he filled the book that I'm in with people that are going to go, okay, I'm going to tweet about his book. So basically, he, he gets all the interviews with people and says, now can you promote the book? And you don't have to have a publicist. <laughs> so he's got John Gray on the on the other one, who's a multimillionaire and you know best-selling author. So he's now associated with him. So that book, that book, uh, seven steps to successful relationships. Why only seven? That's yeah. what I want to know. Uh, well, once once we kind of realized what we were doing and what we were communicating well and having success, we. We actually sat down and said, how the hell are we doing this, <laughs> you know, yeah. because we hadn't had that experience before. And so we uh, we wrote down the things that we were doing, and it just came up 
that happen to be seven things. And they're, they're always different for different people, though, when you find that to be the case. I know if yeah. I ever wrote a book with my wife, and I think that we possibly could. I mean, we yeah. we have come from... I'm oh, I'm her only one though. I'm hoping I'm not the pass through <laughs> with her. You're the yeah, see, husband. that's what I would be she's worried not about. A podcast right now. Going, <laughs> you know, she's going. I'm welcoming callers to say, "How do I get the hell out of this thing so I can get on to the one that's that's real peace and harmony?" I think that she agrees with me. I know she listens to the show, so maybe she'll call in. But uh, I yeah, I'm wondering if uh, are there different techniques uh, that, that you have found? Uh, what are some of the uh, so what are some of the steps yeah. that we can use to, to get to that place? Yeah, give us the cliff notes. <laughs> so we don't have to All read right, the well, book. Yeah, <laughs> the first is, I don't want to be the getting step, the book and then selling it for a buck at a yard this, sale. So go ahead. You want to get you want to be you want to have a clear intention. You want to know exactly what it is that you would like to have yeah. in that relationship. And you want to write all of that down and you want to keep writing that down so you make sure you have everything down and be really yeah. painfully clear like like single a lot of people forget to put single right single wants to be with me loves me for who i am <laughs> not want to change me into something you know uh write down every quality everything you'd like to have i think a lot i think do you, have, you do you find a lot of people keith uh write down when they're put even on match.com or whatever it is they put what yeah. they don't want and i don't think that's a very good way to start it, it's it's basically right. based on your last relationship <laughs> here's what i don't want yeah. i remember this yeah. i remember this woman jennifer i was talking to her about this guy i happened to know the guy and she was dating him and she kept saying it was almost like excuses on why she did, wanted to end this relationship and yeah. she said he put socks on the floor, and she even labeled it the usual. If Sarah was here, she loves this word, passive-aggressive. <laughs> so she would she would say, it's, it's, she'd say, it's passive-aggressive. That's what he's doing. Like, Jennifer, seriously, I think you're, like, trying to find a way because maybe some, there's some fear within you. If you're listing 100 things when you're looking for a mate in the beginning, if you're listing 100 things, is socks on the floor even in the top 100? No. It's not on any not. top 1,000 no. list, okay? But it became on the list. Yeah. That's what happens is you get annoyed by something. Instead of working it through, you put it on a list of deal breakers. Don't you? Right. That, that could possibly be in my next book, Keith, because it's not in yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you create the list of the things that you want, yeah. and then – here comes the interesting part. Yeah. Then you have to look at that list and say, am I those things? And if you're no. not, then you have to become those things hard. on your list. <laughs> that's the only way that you'll ever attract those things to you is if you are them yourself. Well, I, I agree with that, but a lot of people are not evolved enough. They're maybe a... Three percenter, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, because they're not evolved enough to uh, come to that conclusion. Because we come from a very finger pointy society, we we, we want right. to make yeah. it about somebody else, and somebody's going to fix me, and that's the whole premise. And then you're done. You are yeah. done if that is the case. If you are, if and by the way, the list, I'm sure your seven steps are ever evolving, right? It, it's it, it evolves with time and experience and wisdom, and then those, then you have to write a sequel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm looking for those three steps. You're only going to get up to three, <laughs> three more. That'll be a total of ten. Well, so you write it, you become it, and uh, but the most important I feel out of all the steps is uh, it would be step five, and that's communication. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important one. So we had we had just uh, developed a tool and didn't even really realize it. Is all the people that were the closest to us, our family, friends, would come up and say, you know that thing when you guys are 
having a heated thing and right to the point where it gets ugly at my house. And then you guys sit, do this thing, and then all of a sudden everything is great. You know, what's that thing that you guys are doing exactly? And we we didn't know. We were like, well, I don't know. And so we sat down and and wrote down the way that we were communicating, which was kind of like the best that we both had from previous. And we had brought those together and without really knowing it, created a communication tool that we called the format. And uh, and that really ultimately was what got John Gray's endorsement on the book. He was just like, yeah. wow, when he, when he saw that process. Well, communi- communication is very vague, though. It's a vague term because sometimes it means different things for different people. I've, you yeah. know, you say the word communication to most men. And you yeah. and you will literally see their eyes flutter, <laughs> and, and stutter, sure. <laughs> and I don't know what that means. Communication. We're talking. Well, that's why he has a format, He's for, a format. for you guys. I think that step yeah. one knows. It's literally just it's just five phrases, five sentences, and you you memorize those, and then from then on you just fill it in with what's going on in the moment, mm-hmm. and it just helps you keep uh, on target and really hearing each other. And then eventually something will will shift, and when it shifts, you really feel it. I mean, it just goes from, you know, pissosity to compassion and love and seeing the other person's side. And it's a it's just a magical process that worked for us and thousands of people since. You know, yeah, so, I I, uh, it, I think it's great. It's a it's download, great. if you will, <laughs> straight from from somewhere. We can us. download this now. How can we do this, Keith? You, uh, by the way, well, I, I had no it. idea that you were one of our guests today. <laughs> I had no, this is amazing. I, I'm promoting you more than I have. <laughs> Best selling authors in here. We've had, you know, Christopher Lawford, you know, he's got a couple books out. We, they actually come into the studio. You right. just call from Connecticut, open up our entire show, and uh, 12 minutes and 45 seconds later, we're, we're, we're promoting two of your books. It's not enough that I got a buck <laughs> at my yard sale. Well, Keith, it was oh, a real, know, everything I've written is up on uh, Amazon. You, if you just Google Keith Leon, K E I T H L E O N, you can see everything I've been up to since I, you know, the web was alive. So <laughs> you can find everything on there. But all the books are on Amazon, and I'm in Connecticut actually right now, recording a CD with Eric Peterson, who I know you know is a phenomenal musician, and we're coming together and writing, and we're both tenors, and it's just it's just magic. That's right. That's the next I, thing. Our ne- we'll spend the next twelve minutes talking about Keith. <laughs> voice he does have a fabulous voice it's amazing oh my god yeah he knew that no one else was going to call <laughs> and, and and he's he's basically our, our first guest i mean uh, listen our next guest is coming up at the at, in the next hour is rob delaney who has a lot of twitter followers yes he, he has does. a lot of tw- we're not allowed to talk about it but, 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 but he has a lot of twitter followers one of the first things he said in our uh, i guess our show notes is yeah. hey, look i'm tired of talking about twitter and he doesn't understand look you're that's why we have you in <laughs> okay <laughs> we want you to promote and now keith i don't know how many twitter followers you have you better be spreading the word about this show they, they can actually download this episode that we're having right. right now. And by the way, are we live, Joel? We're, we're, we are live. We are broadcasting. Live we are up. We now, are out. I don't have to stall anymore. Hi, <laughs> Keith. <laughs> Keith, it was great talking to you. I'm really happy that you called in. I miss you, and uh, let's get together. I was just in, in Massachusetts, for God's sakes. Where were you? You didn't show up and see me? Come on now. Don't, yeah, don't, don't just make uh, it a I'm phone Ver- call. I live in Vermont now, so I'm uh, looking forward to when you when you get up there and we'll uh, we'll be there. Well, you can look forward to like 10 years from now. I'm not, I never go to Vermont, <laughs> for God's sakes. Why don't you organize right, a comedy now. show? <laughs> Listen, you can do the tenor thing, and you can actually have a little have a talk about seven steps of good relationship. Then I'll go on. Charge a cover, go. all right? All right. And we'll sell books. All right, Keith, thanks, man. 
uh, that's how we open up our show. Did you, <laughs> that's how did we you tell him? Did you tell him to call? Was that a plant? What, what do you think? I'm April fooling. April Fools, by the way, is amateur day for comedians. I, took, <laughs> I take the day off. I, that is seriously. You know what that's like? That's like an alcoholic at New Year's. It's like, you people. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Amateurs. I'm taking the night off, all right, you amateurs. That's what I do at April Fool's Day. I go, oh, little jokey poo. Oh, that was really clever. Why don't you think like a comic and come up with something really good? My son gave me one yesterday. It was stupid. Oh, come on. What was it? it was stupid because I was fooled. Uh, now, it was just dumb. I don't even know where he came up with it. There's this, there's this dentist that I go to. All right, and he is a friend. He's a family friend, and he's a major like dude. Yeah, like he's like he's like my age, but like he a talks surfer dude. Yeah, he said, "Oh, can I show you our new paintings in our place? Look at this with dolphins. <laughs> no, <laughs> we have dolphins. Wow, <laughs> this guy is oh like the God. foremost artist of dolphins. <laughs> and our whole office, wow. we hire, we retain the man." To make our office into dolphins. <laughs> and you go, oh, that's great, Kurt. That's fantastic. Those dolphins make me feel good when I'm dolphins being... are very calming. That's why you have them. It's, it's very clever. It's yeah. very clever. But it's uh, coming out of you know a man, you know, a middle-aged man, it's a little strange. Yeah. And he's really into uh, surfing and and oh, I just every time I run into him at a ball game or something, because our kids play ball. He's always like, you know, sweaty with a helmet, you know, oh, this rad, rad, <laughs> this unbelievably rad mountain bike trail ride we went on. And Keith, he did a face plant on his handlebar. And I couldn't believe the amount of blood on the man. <laughs> really, really? I'm about to, you know, have you in my mouth, okay? And, you know, the dolphins and the bike stories, I don't know. So, I, uh, yeah, so he's like one of those guys. That I really like the guy, but, but he's quite different than I am. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I don't really relate to the surfing. He's Everything's on, like, wheels and, like, riding somewhere. He's always riding somewhere. <laughs> the only time he's ever stationary is when he's doing the dental work. Does he just segue around the office? <laughs> 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 yeah, you know your time. You know your time is. You know, he's coming into your little. Yeah, his little stations, and he visits each station. Yeah. When you hear, <laughs> hear him crank up the Segway, and he comes flying. No, he'll skateboard it. Yeah. yeah. He's right. ollieing. Oh he's ollieing into the room. You know, hey, man, you check out that ollie? <laughs> Look in my office. I had a ramp. It's a ramp that we right. built. And uh, so. <laughs> Where was I going with it? <laughs> what was the April Fool's? Oh, so Justin, we're driving back yesterday. I spent the day with, uh, well, half the day with Jared. He was there as well. We went to this celebrity golf thing for the Lakers. And it was, it was a lot of fun. I got to hang out with the kids. I got, I got rid of one of them halfway. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but Justin, on our way home, he goes, did you hear about Kurt? You know, he's in Hawaii now. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> it's always going somewhere. It's amazing. I'm thinking, how much am I paying you as a dentist? You can go everywhere. You're constantly on some board. All for a mammoth with these unbelievable powder. <laughs> like, powder. It was I've never seen anything like it. So, okay. That's great. So I, and then uh, it's, and I, I don't know what to say back to him. I, I skied on ice back east on Spring Mountain. It was two feet high. That's how I skied. It was and a I, hill. I mean, it was a hill. Yeah. And I was, on, I was on homemade skis and I strapped on made from barrels. What am I supposed to say to the guy? He's got all the top equipment. And then, so he's, you know, I can't relate. So I just go, yeah, it's really cool. I love the dolphins. So, uh, <laughs> so Justin, on the way home, 
our 14-year-old, he, he says, did you hear about Kurt? And I go, what? And he goes, uh, he was in Hawaii surfing the pipeline, so of course I'm with him on this. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm believing him. Why? He's on the pipeline. <laughs> Middle-aged guy on the pipeline. That's stuff you read about, yeah. you know? You don't think about, you know, your dentist on the pipeline, but still, it's, yeah, cool. And he, and he went down, and, they had, and he, uh, he broke his collarbone, and he messed up his face, and he's on his way back now. He had to end oh, his vacation. That's terrible. I'm going, geez, that's unbelievable. And he goes, April Fool's. Oh. <laughs> where's, where's the joke? That's, that's not funny. That's not funny, yeah. There's no, but, but I, I said to him, I go, seriously, where did this spawn from? Where, where's this come from? It's a desperate attempt at the last minute to get one joke in on me because it was at night. Yeah. He had gone the entire day without one April Fool, and I had not been fooled once that day, or no one even had tried. I think they know not to mess with a comedian. Yeah. yeah How long he, did he, he let it go? Maybe that's why he waited till last minute. There's no retaliation time. What's that? No retaliation. Oh. No time for you to get back in. Uh, yeah, I just think he was bored. <laughs> <laughs> we had nothing else to talk about on the ride. We're about to take a trip together. We're going back east uh, tomorrow. We're that's why we're here on Tuesday. If you're listening now live, we're here on Tuesday. Uh, special guest is coming up, uh, Rob Delaney. And we, uh, we're going back east. Uh, Justin loves cities, and he takes he's great photographer. He takes cityscapes. Oh, wow. That's his thing. And so we're going to see D.C., Baltimore. Philadelphia and Albany. Nice. It's usually not on the cityscape list, but Albany is there Albany. because Daddy's working there. <laughs> I'm working there at the Comedy Works on Sunday, and I'm in Phoenixville in Philadelphia. Get your tickets, and then I'm at the Comedy Factory in Baltimore on Thursday night, this thir this Thursday. And uh, Justin is coming along with me, so I guess he figured, you know, I got nothing else to say, so I'm going <laughs> to just try this. Really, I mean, it was just so out there, like, and, it was, and and I actually had that moment where I went, oh my God, poor Kurt. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's a shame. And there was another part of me who's going, would you grow up already? You shouldn't be pipe surfing a pipeline. <laughs> I told you, I'm only part spiritual. <laughs> that was that other little, that was sure. that 20% he that was talking. It. He deserved Well, it. not that he deserved it, but I hope he learns his lesson. <laughs> and I just kept picturing him when I go to visit him at the dentist that he shows up with mangled face and one arm. I'm going, how's he going to work on me with one arm? Of course we think about ourselves <laughs> and this whole thing. So anyway. I thought, and that also brought up. I I went to the I went to see him uh, last week. You know, right before he left, and I got the whole travelography from him. You know, sure. where they were going, what they were going to surf, and everything. And in between that, he's working on my mouth. And it reminded me of a time when uh, Ileana and I. Ileana's here. Oh, by the way, no Sarah today. Yeah, she's working. Which is really what? weird for me. First time ever in our whole year anniversary that Sarah is not by my side. That's not true. Oh, really? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's not true. There was one other time. Was it really? Yeah, yeah it was early yeah. on, and she was afraid that I was going to take her job, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, she yeah. was in Hawaii. Wasn't <laughs> she in Hawaii? The internet. Yeah, right. <laughs> she was in Hawaii surfing with Kurt. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I on the pipeline, there was Sarah. <laughs> so... uh <laughs> I always do miss Sarah. I love her so much. I've really grown to love her. Like a, she's like, I mean, you'd hate to use that term. She's like a sister, but she really is like yeah. a sister. She's like, yeah. What's up, baby? No, that's another sister. Anyway, <laughs> so, so uh, Ileana, we've known each other for quite a while. And if you don't know, we used to have a radio show together. Ileana was the uh, music, and you know, she helped produce it, and it was like co-host and stuff like that. And one time, I went to the dentist. Do you remember this? And uh, I actually have it recorded, and I think Joel has yeah. it. Has it yeah. um, I have to uh, give the backstory on this. So we're on the air, and the other voices you hear are other people that are on the air with us. Uh -huh. Okay, there's uh, Beth, I think, was there, and Anthony. You'll hear these voices. Cool. 
Coop was, was there. So these are the people that are in Charlotte. Some were in the studio here in Hollywood. And we, uh, I came back from the dentist. And it was not Kurt. It was someone else who didn't know what they were doing. And they gassed me. <laughs> they gassed me big time. Yeah. So much so. Like, I'm telling you, I was overloaded with this gas. He was stoned. I, mean, I, mean, I came back, and it was, like, unbelievable. It lasted a long time, way after. I could have had operations. I could have had heart surgery and not felt it. You should have gone surfing. I, <laughs> or I could have taken a face plant. <laughs> so uh, why don't we play this, and I'll explain it as it's going. This is me in the studio. I had just come back uh, from this. So oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Stop it one so second. Well. I have to, one other backstory. My mother, at the time, was talking to me and hanging with me. <laughs> Not anymore, but that, but that's present day. But that back then, she not only was talking to me, she was a part of our show. Yeah. She used to do the segment called What About Barb? I mean, that's awesome. Uh, what, no, what, that was, uh, what, not What About Barb. It was called What's Buggin' Barb? What's Buggin' Barb? Because my mom, her, my mom yeah. gets bugged by everything, and she would, like, have this list. I'll tell you what bugs me today. <laughs> I don't like female conductors on a train. <laughs> if I see a female conductor, go ahead and call, go ahead and call me. Sex, I won't get on the train. I'll take the next one coming. If I see a female, that's not their job. Call me old fashioned. That's what's bugging bar. I don't like it. I board the train. I want safety and I want security. I want to be able to read my paper. I'm a creature of habit. And I like to read the paper. And I can't read the paper because I'm thinking there's a conductor's got a ram us somewhere. <laughs> and that was that was That's like awesome. one of her. And she would do the. And then she would say she would she would, she would say what's bugging Barb, and she would act like she was ad libbing, and she goes, "I'm just coming off the top of my head, and you hear." <laughs> She'd have a giant list, and then you hear her turn the page, and yeah. I'll tell you what else is bugging me. <laughs> she would look down at the list. So my mom was visiting, and there is this thing when you're a, a you know a child, you know I'm, we're all children of someone yeah. that it never leaves you. You know you have this relationship with a parent, and you want to please them. You don't want them to think certain things about you. You hide things from them, and so there's that element that's in play. Now, Ileana, you're the producer of this show. Yeah. Uh, it is now twelve twenty-seven. I do, know. I was just going to write something on the board. Do we? Do <laughs> I? Do I keep? I don't want to use the word stalling because I know I'll have some funny things to say. <laughs> do, do I keep uh, promoting this or do we play half it's of it? Four minutes. It's it's a four-minute bit. We can yeah. play it and then go straight into commercial. And go straight into commercial. All right. Okay, all but right. all during this, I will try to uh, sort of narrate uh, what is going on. So I'm in a studio. I think they started running a tape recorder, Ileana, an April Fool's, by the way, and it wasn't even April Fool's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is what they did to me. They played, this is me after the dentist. Oh, Ileana, do you want to set this up? He walks in with a big drool stain on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and that is different from every other day how. <laughs> It was a larger jewel. <laughs> I have never seen him like this. It was. Ileana's been with me for a year, it and so far, I've actually never seen you laugh that hard. Oh, I couldn't I... stop laughing. Beth needed her inhaler. It was hysterical. <laughs> so I come in. You've never seen me. Obviously, you've never seen me high or no. drunk. Okay, now I want to hear some more of this of what I of what I said yesterday. So right. I come to the studio and I'm I don't even have a memory of it. And you and Beth are here. And and how oh, did so this happen? is you setting Beth, it up? Uh, yeah, the back two of then. Kind yeah, of I thought okay. Other, like, so you're not high right now. This is the next day. Yeah, you you walked in laughing like an idiot. <laughs> 
Yeah, I came in back from the dentist. Right, and let me hear it. Let me, let me okay, hear here, what else this is their recording of me at the dentist. Your mother. Oh, my mom was coming. Oh, man. Oh, my mother's coming any minute now. She can see me eyes and kite. I gotta get some of this stuff in here. We're gonna bring it into the studio, this stuff. I'm serious. Man, we're like, you know, hook up, hook up, like Bandy and Anthony to it, and everything we say will be funny. That's our first lapidation. That was a good one. So, Anthony, we're we're gonna send you some of this nitrous, and we'll get in airplanes and have them fly over cities that we're on. <laughs> and crop dust it over. Yeah, man, everybody should be on this. Listeners, oh. I'm <laughs> so I, I thought to myself, yeah, that's what I was. I was getting. I uh, had the nitrous hooked up to my nose, and I was just going, man, this is unbelievable. And Anthony sometimes goes away, and you know, usually when I check in, he'll go, "I'm eating a sandwich." <laughs> now my so back live now without the sandwich, he'll be howling, laughing, and we're gonna and go like back a to hunk it again. Of, a hunk of salami will come out of his nose. <laughs> I had a visual of this when I was high. Oh my, I was, sometimes we lose Anthony. He just goes away, and I'm going, what's he doing? I was like on an easy trip. So this is me normal now. Are we going to come back to it, Ileana? Does it come back to He doesn't eat during the Pam Stone show. Okay. He only eats during my show. Because nobody's understanding this now. Yeah. Listening now. <laughs> this is very meta. This is us listening to you listening to another clip. Listening. It's going further back in time. This is me. I'm narrating setup. today what I'm narrating then, and I still can't figure out when I'm high again. Can okay. we make plans to narrate this show a year from now? <laughs> oh, here, here I'm stoned again. Whirlpool around the sink. You know, hey, you usually drool over. It's it, it's a funnel. It's like one of those funnels you put on a dog's head but so they don't chew their own testicles. Is there more? That's me. Thing. I gotta take oh. a break. Hi, <laughs> <My> Mom. <laughs> Wait. Oh, man. You gave me the gas. So I'm facing my mother now. we got to take a break. And I don't and want I her to know. really have to. I'm on the nitrous. Anthony, eat a ham sandwich. Uh, we'll come back. They have to take a break, and we have to take a break. Oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> what timing we have. Rob Delaney will be up in a half an hour. Uh, 
We have much to talk about. You can always call us. You have anything to promote? (laughs) (laughs) 323-622-8623. We'll be back with more of the Craig Shoemaker Show. Laugh it off after this. listening to the toad hop network radio worth watching what's up toad heads hey make sure you check out the toad hop store on toadhopnetwork.com it's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming quality programming my ass can you see i'm recording you oh to leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu-ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney, microphones, pet supplies, and doggy bones, World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, The Scruffs, Ishtim too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. Pure Cleanse, your friend for life. What's up, Toad Hop? This is Paul Preston, host of The Movie Guys. I want to tell you about The Movie Guys Live. It's a radio show full of comedy, commentary, sketches, and more as we poke fun at Hollywood. For example, you ever notice how a lot of movies nowadays have the same music in their previews? I think I've come up with something. My brain is skipping time. I'm not sure I'm following you, man. Yeah, that was three different movies. So check out the Movie Guys live Thursdays at 7. But if you miss us live, we're immediately archived for your pleasure at toadopnetwork.com and iTunes. Stop it. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. If you haven't got problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. You go, 99 problems. Tip my hat to the sun in the west. Feel the beat right in my chest. At the crossroads a second time. Make the devil change his mind. It's a pound of flesh, but it's really a ton. 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. If you haven't got problems, I feel bad for your son. I got 99 problems and a bitch I feel bad for your son. 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. I got 99. 
So cool having an intern, isn't it? <laughs> Why? Because you it get your water whenever you want? <laughs> well, whenever I want. Whenever you run out. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah. And he's a super nice guy. Isn't he, though? He's such totally. a good guy. Let's Maybe not tell gonna... him when he gets back. Yeah, he might listen, though. He oh. might listen and find out what we're saying about him. Well, it's a risk we're going to have to take. Do you call him Stefan or Stefan? I don't call him at all. <laughs> <laughs> when, you ever do that when, when you're not sure of someone's yeah. name? Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, big guy. Yeah, you, you do big guy? I, well, no, because that one's too obvious. It's, yeah. Uh, I think I just plus, do the hey. Plus, you don't want to do that when they're, like, skinny. <laughs> yeah. Hey, big guy. They're going to, I'm not big. Here I'm an anorexic. Comes. Here he comes. Yeah. Shh. There. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. No, I do, I do uh, something that, re thank you so much. Uh, big guy. <laughs> uh, I uh, <laughs> I do the uh, something that reminds me of them, so that they know that I really do acknowledge them. Yeah, you know, like uh, what's up, ski bum? Ski bum. You know what I mean? Like you know, if, oh, yeah. if they're known for skiing. Hey, what's up? Car won't start. <laughs> whatever reminds you. Yeah. Of them, and that's that's what you do. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's not a bad method. What up, guy whose name I can't remember? Better. It's, uh, I'm, uh, here's my problem. I do bro a lot. I'm big on bro. Yeah. I like bro. Big one for bro me. Bro is good. I, I put bro in emails. Yeah. What's up, bro? Bro is good, but I have a question, and maybe an African-American or even African-African mm -hmm. or even African-Jamaican <laughs> or even somebody of a darker color <laughs> yeah. from the African root can call me and find, tell me, is it all right to bro a bro? What's so the origin bro. of bro? Brother? Yeah, well, bro started with, uh, yeah, man, years ago. It was like, you yeah. know, that was bro, was a bro. And then, and then uh, of course, uh, white people stole it. <laughs> like everything have, else? Everything, like <laughs> everything else. I would, I would debate, though, that it actually what? started as like a church term before that. What? As like a brother. Joel comes from a church I don't, background. I'm saying he might maybe. be able to verify this. That's brother, though. That's different than bro. But I think then I they say. slanged it, and then we slanged it back. Okay, but okay, but if they slanged it, that makes it an original term. It's bro. It's not brother. That's two different terms. Mm -hmm. uh, you're talking about the derivation of it. Then we can go back on anything. But What's I feel up? like man, bro is more man white. Man comes than... from man back when Earth was formed. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's, it's Stefan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big guy has a comment. Well, I had, you, I had you a feeling say something, it was yeah. more. You raised your hand. Yeah, it was okay. more towards like the surfing thing, and I just kind of looked it up. I don't know how official this is. Okay. Uh, that originated in the state of Hawaii. Bra. They say bra though. Bra. But I think it kind of you know started. No, I don't to form. like the bra thing. Yeah, I, I can it's mean they're telling you. But I think you it, need a. Yeah. Bra. But I think it changed into bro over time. Like no, no. Mm, I think I think it came. From, I think bro came from. Listen, my black friend said bro way before. If you go watch a '70s movie, go see Car Wash, <laughs> <laughs> or something. You know, or or Boogie. Uh, what was that Boogie one with the Boogie oh, Nights? No, there was a Boogie one with roller skating. Oh, What's in the seventies, boogie town, and they, and they, dan they danced on roller skates, and it was awesome. And they had a little dance off at the end. Everybody had a fro, froze, froze with the bros, froze and bros. Yeah. I mean, where did fro come from? Afro, right? Shortened it, fro. There come, there it comes. <laughs> <laughs>
I think I'm still high on nitrous. Go ahead. No, I so I so I have sometimes I hesitate. Mm -hmm. Like I saw a guy at a gas station approached me, and uh, he was black, a black man. Yeah. And I said, "What's up, bro?" And I realized he could look at me and say, "Who are you calling a bro?" I'm not your bro. I thought that to myself. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. Perhaps our next caller can answer oh, it. <laughs> Hello, 970. Who are you? Hey, this is Sarah. <laughs> you're not a oh black God. guy. You're <laughs> so far. I couldn't come up with anyone further away from a bro. And further away from black than a freckle-faced, very white woman. Who we love. Who, who was brought up in the <laughs> suburbs of, of Colorado. And she is now going to weigh in on broing a bro. Hi, Sarah. Sarah. I have a bro. Sarah, have you been listening to the show? I had to just tune in because it was embarrassing. I'm babysitting, so I had to just tune in because the baby's awake and I can't. I just peed his pants. So I was like, just tune it in, turn it on. Oh, okay. I thought she was calling. I thought she was calling to say thank you for the compliment, Craig. I love you too. So you can go back and listen and download and then call us back. Bye. We'll go back and watch what he did to you the other day because I didn't see either. I just hung up on I don't know why I had such pleasure. Oh, man. It comes from love. I already expressed the love. So you can do that. So you can do that. That's passive aggressive. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, And then she'll also hear how I said she loves the word passive aggressive. She returns to what the beginning of our show. Today is like Inception. That's what it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Inception. We keep going back, and you can't really figure out what's present day and right. what's what's Are not. You listening to now, or and not? we're even doing it the day before we're on live. How weird Whoa! is that? It's weird. <laughs> Leonardo, Leonardo what, DiCaprio is our guest today. <laughs> we should get him in here. Very yeah, serious, let's do. Very serious fellow, though. Is he? Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, I can see met that. him a few times. Very serious. Nice though. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> a guy, another superstar yesterday, not nice. I've served him coffee. Served Leonardo Co yeah. uh, DiCaprio coffee? Yeah. He used to come in the coffee bean when I worked Did you say, would bean? you like a Leonardo DiCaprio? We named it that. <laughs> no. Did you say that to him? No, you didn't. You had but I found clever. it really interesting. No, yeah. I had nothing clever. I was, like, really starstruck back then because I had just moved to L.A. You want to know what I said to Katie Holmes? No. Because she was the first, I, I, like... I mean, I do. She was the... No, not at all. No, Let's hear. move on. <laughs> she was the first big celebrity that I saw, yeah. and she came in, and she had this big hat on and, and big glasses, and I didn't know if it was her or not. Like, at first, it was just like, it kind of looks like Katie Holmes. But then she came up, and I realized it was her, and I said, huh, I, I did that thing where I thought you just looked like you, but you are you. <laughs> That's what I said to Katie Holmes when I served her coffee. What did she say? Oh Nothing. She just stared at me for a little while, then took off her glasses and ordered a latte. I'm laughing because I've done this so many times. That's all laughter is. You just relate to something. I'm relating to that so bad. Who'd you do it to? I've done it a million times. Oh, my God. When I first arrived, I did it, and I know her now, but I never told her this story. Uh, do you know who Mary Lou Henner is? Yeah. yeah. She was on Taxi. Yeah. Right? And I don't know why I did this. I ran into her at this. I was invited to this fancy restaurant by wealthy people. And I was brand new in L.A. I even bought a suit for it. Like an Italian suit. <laughs> yeah. Fitted by an Italian guy who spent a lot of time in my crotch area. I didn't like that part. You know, he's yeah. measuring. A lot of measuring. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, my God, I look good. I look good. I look styling. I, I said to myself, any Hollywood chicks are going to be into me. 
I was brand new in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Suit. They'll think I'm an agent. <laughs> they like agents more than actors. Yeah. And there was it was at Spago, and uh, Mary Lou Henner was standing by the ladies' room, which was also the men's room, one of those unisex. <laughs> and I said, uh, have we met before? Oh. <laughs> I said to her, have we met before? And she tried to blow it off, like, you know, you know, you know me from, you know, and I, and I go, oh, I think that, uh, and I just made up this whole story. You made it that up. That I didn't, <laughs> I acted like I had no idea who she was. And I wanted her to know that, you know, th this is just like, I'm, I'm very important. And you, I've run across you. We met at a dinner party. I made this whole story up, and I don't even know why I did it. <laughs> Instead of just going, you're great on taxi. <laughs> at what point did you realize why you recognized her? Like, had you already started talking? I knew and you thought, Oh, okay. I, probably, I went to the bathroom because she was there. Oh. <laughs> of course I knew who it was. Because I've done that thing, too, where, like, you honestly think, like, oh, hey. Right. You're on TV. I don't know you. That's and But you've already said, hey, like, you know late. them. Yeah. That's awkward. There's a lot of awkward moments. I've had a, a number of them. Do you, do you know who uh, Jennifer, uh, God, I'm blanking on her name because I'm trying to blank this story out. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's that bad. Jennifer Connolly, do you know who she yeah. is? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I've been in love with her yeah. since she came onto the screen at 14. And by the way, appropriately, I was 14 at the okay, time, too. Good. Okay. Wasn't like a perv thing. Yeah, no, so we're, amazing. you know, same age. And I'm going, oh, my God, she's gorgeous. I always was into her. Rocketeer. You know, and yeah. she ended up with the, the lead oh, yeah. guy from the Rocketeer, right? So that's part of the backstory here. So Jennifer Gray, you know her from uh, Dirty Dancing, she invites me to her house and a little picnic outside. And she was, um, you know, she was on doing a movie with Jennifer Gray and this other Billy is, I think his name was, and she was Jennifer, Jennifer Connolly was dating him at the time. And she said, well, they all know you because of your CD. I play it for them and we're all fans. <sighs> I'm going, wow, that's great. And they were talking to me. We're sitting on a blanket. And I was, oh, my God, it's Jennifer Connelly. But I couldn't hit on her because, first of all, I'm an idiot, and I would never think she was attracted to me. And she was with this really handsome Billy guy <laughs> from Rocketeer. She was with the Rocketeer. Oh, man. Okay? No I have chance. no chance. Yeah, no yes, chance. I'm setting off firecrackers in my backyard. It's as close as I get to Rocketeer. <laughs> so I, so I'm, we have this nice exchange. Okay, jump cut two years later. Now we all have kids, married. We're at a kiddie party. And she's now with this guy from uh, Paul Bettany, I think his name is. Uh, he was in, um, he was in, uh, he played the, the, the white, the really white guy, the monk in, um, in the, in the da, da Vinci, not Da Vinci Code. Is that the name of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, the, yeah the guy yeah, who yeah. wails on himself and stuff oh, like that. He's and great. he's also on Beautiful Mind. Match point. Yeah. Okay, yes, yes, yeah. yes. That guy. Yeah. So that's her boyfriend. And they're sitting together at this party. And I go, I got to say something to her. And, but I, and I also have, still have the crush, Aww. you know, and, I, and he's sitting there, too. And I go, hi, <laughs> you're a fan of mine was <laughs> in a thing when you were with your ex um, in a uh, picnic thing. And, and that's no. how it came out. Yeah, that's that's awesome. terrible. The worst. <laughs> I, I I was so humiliated. What did she say? What what did, not, did the guy punch you? No, not good at all. Nothing was good except for not being punched. That was the only. <laughs> as a matter of fact, quite frankly, I would have rather be punched than knocked out. 
because that's how, because the walk away was oh, one yeah. of my worst oh, yeah. walk aways ever. Turn around? I, I've been shot down before on dance floors and everywhere oh. else, but this walk away was, she had no sense of humor about it whatsoever. Then I start fumbling going, well, I'm a comedian and you did my CD and you're a fan. <laughs> if I said the word fan and then I'm going start over Start to myself. get tunnel vision. I'm going, oh, my God, I said the word fan. That's so stupid. You don't say fan like this. She's Oscar nominated. She's with this Oscar nominated actor from England and now I'm an idiot. I'm at this kid party and I just went, I gotta go see my kid on the jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I just have terrible, terrible experiences because you, it's phony when you go up to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, if they're a celebrity, you've empowered them already. Right. And you already have an agenda. And you are trying to stumble through. By the way, you can call us anytime if you have any stumble through stories to make yeah. me feel better about myself. Please, three two three six two two eight six two three. I just have this, you know. Like, what do you say? Sometimes it happens with guests. Sure. You know, they come in. You know, I mean, you, you just go. Wait a minute. You know, I there's Rob Delaney's coming in. I'm quite intimidated. Oh, don't be. Well, I'm a little intimidated because I've never met the guy, and he's a. I'm, I'm a fan. He probably. He's <laughs> do I probably, tell him I'm a nah. fan? No, don't tell him. I that. don't do that word. No, don't do that. I don't have a crush That's on a bad him. Word. I don't have a crush on him or anything. I mean, I'm, I, you know. But anyway, he's coming in later. But he's like really great at twittering. So then, so then, I, say, so then I say to my good joke writer, and I say to myself, okay, during the interview, do I put any of me in there to let him know I'm funny? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do I bring him in on one of the stories that don't involve him whatsoever? He's supposed to be the guest, and I'm supposed to be interviewing him. What do I do? So know. yeah, you start to fumble. Yeah. You start to fumble with, with with people when you when you put them in that place, you know, on a pedestal or whatever whatever it is. We saw Kobe Bryant yesterday at this uh, big celebrity thing. Is he really that tall? I wouldn't go. He's not one of the tall ones. No, he's taller than you are, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, taller than me, but not like extraordinary. There's other people. I'm, you know. <laughs> You're going, well, that was the weather up there. You want to do that <laughs> stupid joke, but I would never do that. <laughs> no. That I would not do. I would say fan ahead of how's the weather up there. <laughs> Will Chamberlain, one of the tallest guys ever in basketball, they would say, how's the weather up there? He would spit and go, it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, that might be an urban legend. <laughs> and uh, so I yeah, went to this thing, and he, uh, the Lakers were so nice, except for him, Aww. to my son. And, you know, it's my son that I care about. You're, good, you're nice to my kid. You're, you're great in my book. Yeah. You blow off my kids. You're kind of rude to them. Yeah, not sure. so good. And he really, Justin was going, excuse me, Mr. Bryant. Called him Mr. Bryant and everything. He had his sunglasses on. Just mm. strutted past him with like no acknowledgement whatsoever that there was a human being in his presence. Yeah. I don't get that. And I said to Justin, I said, you know, I met him when he was a rookie. Nicest guy. Not anymore. So I don't know what happens. I mean, do people become the jerk? Were they, did they have jerk genes already and then they just come out when it was superstardom? I'm, I don't, I'm not quite sure how this works on how, you know, because there are a lot of jerks in Hollywood, you know, and they're, you know, very high up in, in, in stature. Yeah. And you can understand and have empathy for them. The other guy actually wasn't that nice, but he did take a picture with him as Dwight Howard, another superstar. Yeah. And now there are other superstars who are really nice. Like who? Uh, Steve Nash, Paul, Paul Gasol, really nice, took the picture, 
how you doing, kid, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then this other guy, Jody Meeks, unbelievable, full conversation with the guy. But, see, I didn't empower him to be a superstar because he's, like, you know, second string. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's – So it was a full conversation. I think yeah. that's the difference. Like like anyone, whether you're a celebrity or, celebrity or not, when someone comes up to you and you know they want something from I you, know, you're like – that's the yeah. thing. Don't. What? What? And everyone wants something from sure. them. Yeah. So, like, I have empathic response to it. No. I completely get it. And, you know, look, in my little world, I have it happen as well. And I – I've actually had people that they look nervous talking to me. Like, yeah. they have a little prepared speech. Yeah, because you're a celebrity. A little bit. To some people. I, to some people. I, I don't, you know, I really, they say it all the time. I don't get it. And then I say to myself, well, maybe I am, you know, I'm on TV and stuff like that. So there's a part of me. So I wonder if there's people like me who are real celebrities that also don't think that they are as well. I guess there are. There are quite a few. Chris Harrison is like, you know, yeah. from The Bachelor. This guy's. It's a pretty big guy in television right now. Huge. He's right there in the in the classroom at, at our school, you know, reading to the kids. You know, he doesn't really uh, carry it. He's very humble about it, very good guy, and understands kind of what life is about. You know what I mean? Yeah. But these other ones, they think it's all about them. Ego. I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting topic that we'll talk about another day. And you know what? They don't have to be a celebrity. There are people who act that yeah, way, and they're right, just Ileana. assholes. You're right. Yeah. You're right. They're self-obsessed, and it's all about them. <laughs> I deal with them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, my mom wrote me a note. Oh, oh my no. God, I know. It's terrible. An email, or did she? Email. Yeah. Another email. And I, I want to say to her, let's go back to 1987. Same note, only it was on paper. <laughs> on paper it's the same thing it's a, just a re repetition of the same thing and i keep saying the same thing in return she can't hear it i said all i want you to do is just love me or just say you love me say you support that's it that's all i want is that that big of a deal but people like that they don't think like that they think you saying that to them is abusive yeah they think that you you just bringing this up is something that's uh, an attack to them but I'm saying, no, I feel like not well in this, you know what I mean? And I try to express it, and it, it doesn't come across right. And then I come, and so now it's both people accusing the other one of attacking. Well, you're you at see, fault, too, because you keep playing the game back. Of course I'm at fault, Ileana. But the difference is, the difference, the difference is I, I admit my faults. Isn't that a difference? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? I mean, slightly. Do you admit it to her? Of course I do. I ended the whole email back. <laughs> <laughs> Stop hitting reply. Just ignore. <laughs> Just don't even read it. it. Just delete I it. I can't help it because you, I have I have something that seems so simple as a solution. And I just don't understand why it keeps getting shot down. And we go into this historical, you know, narrative of, you know, you did this and you blame and da 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 da. She thinks it's all about my anger. I go, why, why do you keep saying it's about my anger? Is that just the way? All I want to do is go into a neutral party. Does that sound like that's that big of a deal? Just go into a neutral party, and then you say what you need to say, and I say what I need to say, and then we move on. We can have you back on the show. Yeah, that's not going <laughs> to What's that going to happen? That's not going to happen. Why, Ileana? Can no you explain? Way. Maybe you can be her? Because she's your mom. Like, that shit has history. I got that. So you go through the history with a qualified professional. Does that, am I asking too much here? Come one, on. That's why we have our show. Enough. What's that? One session is not going to be enough. It's enough for me. Because it is symbolic to me to say, I do love you enough that I will hear you. Yeah. That I will go into somewhere and not be on my righteous road. This is symbolic to me. She won't do one. No. No. Won't do it. And has all these reasons for it. And then I know what the reasons are.
Like People what? like that, and you know, my ex-wife is exactly like her. Same exact thing. You picked your ex-wife. I know I did. <laughs> no, it was picked by my mom. <laughs> it was almost like an arranged marriage in India. For God's sakes. <laughs> That's dowry. why they get along. That's why they, there was no dowry, by the way. There was no, nothing. A fax machine that went out in the 90s, for God's sakes. That's all I got. I just had a yard sale. The last yard sale I had, she actually got out of the car from dropping the kids up and snagged something. She snagged something. She didn't even pay for it. She's like, this is mine. And my friend goes, that'll be five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> my ex-wife is really mean and not, not happy. Awesome. And she, that did not make her happier. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, look, I, this is, you know, I put this stuff out on the air. I put it out to the world. I put it out because I do really love when people give me suggestions or not more suggestions. I like experiences. Like when I did this or I felt this, then I really relate to it. So if you have any of those, Ileana, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Or maybe I need to listen to Sarah some more. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to a meeting. <laughs> Is that what I do? I need to go to some, some sort of a meeting. Well, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's a long process, and I keep saying to her, you know, really, you know, you're going to leave the planet someday, and this is your legacy. You know, you want to leave thinking that your your son believes that you never loved them? I mean, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Because now that I have kids, I love them. Woo! Yeah. Like, like over the top, anyone says anything, anyone does anything to them. Now I tease them. Justin's got two hickeys. I'm going to let that out. <laughs> Where are they? Where are the hickeys? Double hickeys. Where? It looks like Frankenstein. You know, and <laughs> it, looks, it looks like they removed the bolts, and this was the bruise that was left over. He's got one on each side. Hello, daddy. <laughs> is he proud of them, or is no. he hiding them? No, he put makeup on them, which makes it worse. Yeah. Uh, we'll just wear those. Wear them out. Wear them around. Because when I had them back in the day, that's the worst part, is when you have all the experiences, you're telling your kids. It's not to have. You're a hypocrite jerk off. Because I'm going, what are you doing? You know, he goes, Mom laughed. So now the pressure's on me to laugh. Because sure. I can't say, now I can't say anything that's dad like. I can't say, come on, son. Think again, <laughs> damn it. I've become some other dad. And, but meanwhile, then I had to tell him a story about when I had a lot of hickeys, too. Because these two girls, there's one on each end. What? Apparently, was yeah. that him? That's how he got him. Yeah, he got him. I didn't check them. I have no idea. They might look Where like lepers for all I know. He might have attacked back, <laughs> but I have no idea. But he's got one on each side, and he's got the makeup over it. Everyone notices, by the way. I don't even have to point it out. Yeah, it's like really obvious. People are going, "Hey, did you get bitten?" I mean, <laughs> everybody's heckling them yesterday. It was really funny, but uh, so I had it happen where they these girls put I think it was uh, thirteen uh, hickeys all over my. Uh, it looked like I was, uh, I had a leech attack. You had a skin condition. Like I was trying to cross some some uh, creek offshoot of the Nile in a jungle, and these, you know, leeches got on there. And that's, so these women, like, they they sucked it to the point where they were all over and I had to go to work. I was a busboy. And who did I have to serve? Our assistant principal, the guy oh. who gives detentions. I was never so embarrassed. Oh, my I was like, God. hi, Mr. Matula. And I was like, <laughs> it's heat rash. <laughs> and of course, he has the comment, hey, did you run into a clothesline? Oh, yes, yeah, 13 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Delaney's coming up. Uh, we're having some fun here today, and it's about, it's about to get funnier if, if I can get over my neuroses. Uh, maybe you can have some questions for Rob Delaney at 323-622-8623. More of Laugh It Off with Craig Shoemaker. Missing Sarah Sweet today. We have Ileana Rose. We got Stefan. <laughs> We got the big guy. We have Joel Geist and and you and Rob Delaney all coming right up.
You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on toadhopnetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network. It helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording you? Oh! With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson with What's Good, starring Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things, music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruffs. Ishtim too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free.
guest something that's it's really significant for me easy name to say <laughs> unlike our intern Stefan 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 when I introduced them when Rob came in here I go here's our intern and I was hoping he would go hi um, um and give me the pronunciation right. it's been here for a couple weeks I don't have it down yet I think he did say Stefan I can't I still don't know can we rec oh, I wish I really Yeah, I would err on the second syllable for that one. <laughs> would Stephane. you? That's Stephane. how I would say it if I didn't have a pronunciation guide. It's, it might sound a little pretentious, though, to him. Stephane. In Philly, Stephane. there's no shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they would just go, yo, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> they shorten everything anyway, and, and yeah. Stefan would be a uh, excusez-moi, Stefan. In Boston, they call him Steffi. <laughs> on the end of everything. <laughs> you are from the uh, Massachusetts area, from Boston. I am. Yep. Uh, look who just walked in the door. Stefan, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rob Delaney. Introduce yourself. I'm Stefan. Nice to meet you. There you oh! go. <laughs> All right. You erred wrong. I did. <laughs> I did. So, yeah, Rob Rob Delaney is here. And uh, Rob, I, I've not met before, which is rare for most of our guests I've met and hung out with. We've we've tweeted back and forth a couple of times. Yes. This is the first I'm ever seeing you without a Speedo on. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, uh, a Speedo or a um, <laughs> one of those hunting vests. That's the only two th times I've seen you. Oh, there's, yeah. There's a YouTube clip yeah, of you yeah, in a yeah, hunting yeah. vest. <laughs> I don't know who clothes. 
clothed you for that particular. You know piece. what? That was a show that was uh, that was the, one of my favorite shows ever because I, I could walk to it. Uh, near I'm my assuming house. it was sponsored it was, by Outdoor World. Yeah, <laughs> it was in somebody's backyard garage. So really? It was literally cold out. I was outdoors, <laughs> so I had a vest on. But it wound up being a reasonably good set, so I put it up a few years ago. And do, yeah. you, do you wear those vests? I always make fun of people in those. I and, do, and people make fun of me, and I, I <laughs> achieve peace with it. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> if you become one with the vest. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. And that was a, that, a lot of hits, too. And we won't talk about it much because I already got the limitations on our interview. Uh, I warned him. I said, Ace. Hey. He said, shut Sorry. down. Uh, we don't want to talk much about Twitter because you are huge on Twitter, one of the top uh, ten funniest people on Twitter. Thank Over you. Eight, I didn't say that. That says it on the <laughs> Oh, very well. I rescind my thanks. Listen, I will, I will rescind what your thoughts were on my, th- I w- on my praise. I will say that I believe you're not only top ten. I'm going to put you top three. Wow, thank you very I much. I might put you top one, okay? That's, that's kind of you. That's from me. I was just reading from the bio, for God's sake. I was very trying well. to give the bio information that's written out for me. I never get to the paper. I might as well at this in this point. <laughs> So, uh, and another thing is you don't want to mention family members' names. Now, I would want to say <laughs> So, spill it. So, so, uh, so we were just open right up with it. I want to discuss that because I have that difficulty uh-huh. uh, in comedy. Uh, storyteller, yeah. which is why I don't do well on Twitter. We'll get back to that later. <laughs> uh, yeah, how do you start out with, you know, yeah. how, how would Dickens have tweeted? It was the best of times, you know, hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag, uh, yeah, so, Tiny Tim. Yeah, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to tell the stories on there, but uh, but I am a storyteller, and I talk about family members. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that you would like to keep them anonymous, so you tell the story in a vague way and use other names. How do you approach this? I mean, in my stand-up, I totally talk about my family. I just say, like, some people are free with pictures of their family and their names, their family. The only reason I'm not is because I think privacy is a cool thing. I've, cho- I've chosen to take my privacy out behind a barn and cut its throat and then gut it and like turn it into a canoe. But for, for people who just had the misfortune to be related to me, they, don't, they didn't do that. So I just try to shield them you know, a little bit. Wow. I really want to talk to you about this. But I'll still okay. eviscerate them on stage in another way, but I just won't say their name. Don't say their name. Yeah. Okay. Because who cares anyway if they're named, you know, Rick or Tina? That doesn't matter. What right. matters is that they're, you know. A, but they know who they are, though. They know who they are. But And that's the thing is they take it personal. I, I'm having this difficulty <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. I can't come up with another name for mother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You no. can't. I can't say, hey, my aunt. Yeah, yeah. Belly danced to my high school graduation party. Sure. Right. I can't do that. It doesn't have the same effect, and sure, it's sure. not true. So the, right. how would you approach something like that? My mom and I do not speak. We were talking about that earlier. And one of the reasons is she feels like I am doing what you're saying is yeah. eviscerating her on stage, and that's a private thing. Even though yeah. it wasn't private, my friends threw quarters at her, and, they're, and, and the whole deal. But anyway, <laughs> but aside from that, how would you approach something, or how do you approach that? Uh, well, I have no compunction or, or I don't worry about whether or not I'm telling the truth on stage. I think your first, my, I view my first job on stage is to make people laugh mm-hmm. and, uh, whether I, you know, truth is really important, you know, and more important than factual truth. I was like the emotional truth. Like, how did it feel? What did yeah. it evoke? What did you think? You know, what was mm-hmm. the word? What, what made you puke about it? You know, what Which made you, <laughs> what made you double over laughing about it? You know, which is and, why people are relating to that and why they're laughing. Yeah. Because there's a connection. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I always start from, from the truth and, uh, you know, I generally talk about how I truly feel about like a social issue or like mm-hmm. a 
sexual politics issue or whatever. <laughs> but if it uh, if it's about family, I'll I'll fudge the details a little bit because mm -hmm. you know creative license, and I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to do it. Do they care? My family? Yeah. I would say. I mean, for example, the most important, like my children are uh, like houseplants or dogs. They're not people yet because the <laughs> oldest one is two. So <laughs> what they think now doesn't yet matter. Right. My wife, however, is an adult and a person, and I totally <laughs> care what she thinks. The good news is about her, though, is she's personally very funny. She So she would get mad at me if I told a joke that was, like, lazy, mm -hmm. but she wouldn't care if it was filthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because and your kids also funny. don't your kids also don't have lawyers. And they don't to have come lawyers. After you later. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna be like, How do I get a lawyer? And I'll be like, Oh, get this guy and he'll be my lawyer. You know, good luck. Um, but then at the same time I also try to have me be the butt of the joke. I don't really wanna trot right. somebody else out. Right. Now I, you know Anne Lamott? Do you know the writer Anne Lamott? Mm -hmm. yeah. she's on, I saw something she said on Twitter where she's like, write about your family. If they didn't want you to write about them, they shouldn't have done the stuff that they did. You know, right. And that I, uh, I disagree with a little bit. I think pay, pri privacy is like sacred uh, unless you're a monster. You know what I mean? If you've like broken you know, laws and hurt people, you mm -hmm. know, then F word you. <laughs> uh, but and have your garbage will become known. But uh, if you're just some dude, you know, who like yeah. occasionally drank too many beers or, you know, whatever, who cares? I, you know, I'm not it's, gonna... it's, a, it's a dicey situation. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not quite clear on on how to deal with it. And obviously there's rifts in my in my family. I, mine's been brought up in court mm -hmm. with my ex-wife sure. as, uh, you know, tried to uh, forbid me. And the, the judge actually said, I will not violate his Second Amendment, uh, amendment rights. Do you mean First Amendment? He didn't stutter when he said it. I mean, First Amendment <laughs> rights. <laughs> and he he also, can carry a gun on stage he whenever also, he wants. He also, I'm so programmed with this freaking Second Amendment that yeah, yeah. I'm getting my amendments mixed up. Uh -huh. He also brought up the ninth. I think that was the uh, the thirteenth amendment, wasn't that slavery? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Stop slave trading. I mean, that's why the divorce is happening. I, yeah, he said, I'm not going to get involved in that. Yeah. <laughs> he let them have, let them vote in Congress, but <laughs> I, I I have a I have a difficult time because to me, one of the things that's happened in comedy for me is the more organic and the more authentic I am in life. Yes, that goes to the stage. It's yes. reflected onto the stage. Mm -hmm. Now, I can change some names, but you can't change the names of children, for instance. I mean, you can change their names, yeah. but it's still my oldest teenage son, which exactly. I have no other teenagers except for the one right, right. who had hickeys yesterday. Yeah, they're going to be able to figure it out. Yeah, right. yeah they're going to figure out the three-year-old doesn't have the hickeys. Right. <laughs> so, I hope not. I don't know. You know who might be a good per template or somebody to think about or look at would be like Bill Cosby, who spoke ex yeah. ad nauseum about his family, yeah. you know, and I don't know. I don't want to make people nauseous. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we got the cake. In. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember watching uh, those things, but I wasn't thinking to myself, but his family might have been thinking that. Yeah, they might yeah. have been. They might have been thinking, hey, uh, this is a yeah. little violation here. But I'd love to talk to him about that. Maybe he'll be our guest next week. Yeah. Fellow <laughs> Temple alumni. Oh, you cool. Always I just sold his album in my yard sale, and I was very upset about For it. For how much? <laughs> I, had a, I had a number of albums, and some were framed. Mm -hmm. And the guy says, "I'll give you thirty bucks for everything, mm -hmm. right?" And Ugh. I and I said, "All these out there's a Carlin album, and mm -hmm. it's like Jerry Clower, all these album albums, but yeah, some yeah. were framed, these beautiful frames." And then as I was handing it to him for thirty dollars, mm -hmm. I saw that Bill Cosby's album had Temple University, which is my alma mater, oh. and I said to him, "Can I buy this back?" Nice. <laughs> so then the guy goes, "You know what he says to me? He goes, uh, I don't want any of it." And I went, Whoa. and I went, uh, because I already had the $30, and I was yeah. going to give him, hey, about a couple bucks back. 
yeah, I gave yeah. you a deal. You give me a deal. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy wouldn't give me a deal. He goes, it was all or nothing Whoa. with this guy. So all of a sudden, he has an attachment oh, to Temple University. Macro. He's from El Salvador. Why does he uh, care about yeah. freaking uh, Temple University? But anyway, it was. I would like to have Bill Cosby on because maybe he has some reflections about yeah. that. I, I have something... Uh, I wanted to ask you about, you're Irish, I would assume, right? Yeah, I'm of Irish descent. I mean, I was born in the United States, or my parents. Now, my mom is Irish, okay, mm -hmm. and is very proud of being Irish. And mm -hmm. I think that part of the uh, sort of paradigm that exists with uh, an Irish background, yeah. I think, is some of this privacy. Do you think there's any uh, merit to that? It really might be. Because, yeah. like, you know, my mom, for example, is, like, intensely private. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I think, and she went, my dad grew up in, like, Catholic orphanages and foster homes in Boston. And my mom went to Catholic school from first grade all the way through college. And you're right. There's definitely. It's passed uh, down. I can't say that it's unique to that race, but I will say that my family members who are Irish Catholic uh, are that way. So, yeah. so at least in my case, that's true. Yeah, keep it close to the vest. Oh, and, don't yeah. and I'm the exact opposite. Yeah, so I'm like too. a nightmare to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, because they, they go, what's he going to reveal now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people are afraid to invite me places. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm alone. Yeah. I don't get invited anywhere. Because, I mean, I really does go. I was like, yesterday I golfed with him, and he goes, this is going to end up in your skit. Uh, <laughs> you ever have skits? Sure, skit. Yeah, you should put that in your skit. You should, and, then you, you should put, and I kept saying to the guy, I kept thinking to the guy, I didn't mm -hmm. say it out loud because I just met him. Mm -hmm. And he was a big corporate guy, paid mm -hmm. money to play with me. Okay. Oh, God, I was, felt so bad for him. <laughs> you ever play any celebrity things? I never have. I did a, before anybody knew who I was, I like did a thing where other, where real celebrities were in it, but it wasn't, I paid, it was a triathlon and really? there were celebrities in it, but I was in like the schmuck normal category or the good regular people. You might say you're a triathlete. I did one triathlon. That's a triathlete. Okay. I wouldn't, I don't Depends watch. If you I wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't no, finish. it does not matter. No? It does not matter to me. Right. You make it out of the freaking water. And you're, to me, I praise you. Yeah. That, just that aspect of the triathlon, I couldn't handle. That's true. J-Lo uh, did that triathlon as well. She and my wife said, really. she said, if you don't beat J-Lo, I will leave you. <laughs> so that was my thing. It was like, beat J-Lo. And I did. I beat her by a little bit. But in her defense, she had just had twins. <laughs> well, your wife had a one-year-old. Uh, no, a, my wife is not a mom. My, mom. my wife beat me by well over a half an hour. My wife is an assassin uh, wow. physically. Wow. I actually like her better when she's pregnant because she almost slows down <laughs> to normal speed. Whereas when she's not pregnant, she's just a Apache warrior. <laughs> See, I wouldn't want someone. I mean, this doesn't say anything about my wife. Now she'll end up suing me. Uh, but she's not in that great a shape. She's okay. in great shape. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say she's not in great shape. She's yoga shape. Okay. Right. And I can handle that because there's no yeah, competition. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to go, hey, downward dog me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll I mean, take you on on the okay. downward dog. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I kind of like that. But I wouldn't want to have somebody that's better than me at something. Are you okay with that? I'm totally at peace with it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a pain. The only Some, thing I don't like on. is that, like, she, uh, like, if I get sick, she's like, do you, know, I, do you hear how, like, Harriet Tubman, when she led the Underground Railroad, would carry a gun? And if somebody was like, oh, I can't go on, she'd be like, Yeah, you can. And she, really? yeah, and she would threaten to kill people because she, there was too many other people who were trying to follow the drinking gourd to freedom. So mm -hmm. she'd be like, Oh, well, I'll tell you what, I'll kill you or you can keep going so that all of us can survive. Oh and they'd be God. like, Oh, okay. Never so that, my wife is totally like, if she smells weakness, she just she'll kill you. So like when I'm sick, she's like, I don't care. Get better immediately. Heal yourself in front of me now, or I will throw you out the window. So that's the only time uh, I don't like the superhuman aspects about it. But otherwise, it's nice. 
<laughs> I always wonder, though, see, uh, Tiger Woods is with somebody who's really fit. Uh huh. And I think about them like having sex. Yeah, I, I, I think I, about that, too. I mean, <laughs> I don't like painting them on the back of my eyelids. It's not to that level. Mm -hmm. So, he's, you know, he's with Lindsey Vaughn now. Right. Yeah. And she's a. Olympic skier. She's like, yep. I mean, they're both fit, fit. Mm -hmm. And I always think to myself, I wouldn't want someone that fit. It's too much pressure. It'd be like yeah. being with a porn actress. I have sure. no interest in being with a porn actress. <laughs> because, you know, there's another standard you're not going to ever live up to. Totally. No matter what. <laughs> I've thought about that. Like, if a porn, if I had sex with a porn actress, she'd be like, oh, it was good, no, it was good for you. You did, you did your best. He you did, you did his best. <laughs> <laughs> when they say, let me tickle it, you know, like, you know, just like it's a little thing, you know, uh -huh. that's, that's not going to work. I've met porn actresses and sort of had the opportunity where I could have gone there. Uh -huh. And I said, I don't want that kind of pressure. Right. And I would feel the same way with a triathlete. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't marry my wife. <laughs> I, no, I'm not planning on it. And you can't have my yoga girl either. Do, do you do yoga? Do you ever practice that? I've maybe done like five classes in my life. I recognize its value and there are people who love it. I don't love it, uh, but that's only because I'm stupid. <laughs> well, it, it could be because I have I have a reason for it that you might share. Is, okay. uh, there's not competition. I mean, and it really is. I I like to have a little something to achieve, and that can't be the way you nailed that position yesterday. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah. Just it could be that. It has to be some sort of a score for me or a time. Yeah. So you have a time when you do triathlon. Yeah, and I mean, I love to run. I love it like more than anything. Uh, I love elliptical machines. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I do. Wow. Uh, no wonder your picture is a, in a speedo. <laughs> you can never risk that. Well, the only reason I was in that thing is because I live near the beach. And okay. So I'll swim even in the winter, and with that, I'll wear a wetsuit. And so you can't fit big, you know, shorts under that. So mm -hmm. I just have that. So I was getting ready to put that on one day, and a friend said, hey, that's you look terrible. And I said, I know. And he said, let me take your picture. And I said, absolutely. And so then he did, and he sent it to me. And then, like, a couple years later when Twitter was invented, I thought, oh, this thing's stupid. Why don't I put the worst picture of me I own? And and I did. It's been up for at least a year. Well, a lot of people hate it, and so I'll never take it down now. People are like, please take it down. That's all a comic needs. Yeah, and then it stands up. Just to motivate us yeah. even stronger. So I was, I was uh, shocked to hear, uh, not shocked, but uh, that you have not been doing stand-up very long. Uh, yeah. By my standards, anyway. No, totally. Yeah, no, I first did it 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And, and you've advanced this far. Um, that's a long time for me. It's a short time for you. Ten years seems like a long time. That's I mean, is that's a really? time to yeah, it, get stand good at something. Stand-up is geological in the time frame. So ten years is like nothing. So I'm constantly, like, I work hard. I do the best I can. I do every possible show that I possibly can. But uh, you're still I'm at that point. definitely in short pants, you know, as far as ability, you know, I, I recognize it's a it's a master craft and I'm just trying to do the best that I can. I thought you meant you wore short pants on stage. Uh, well, <laughs> no, I mean, the speedo. I meant like I meant to <laughs> yeah, denigrate myself and say that I'm a yeah. Nancy boy. Yeah. And, and you uh, I was not aware that you would, used to listen to me in Boston on BCN. Yeah. Back when radio oh, yeah. was happening, wasn't oh, it? Oh, man. What I the remember, hell happened? Yeah, BCN would regularly top. It would be number one in Rolling Stone. Mark Parento. Mark Parento, yeah. Charles Laquadera. That's right. Yeah, yeah, on the couch. Or, which, yeah, they were playing comedians. Playing comedians, and, playing amazing music, and just doing what they felt like doing. And, it was and you're so in, good. So you're in your room or your car, whatever, mm -hmm. listening to these comedians. Are you thinking to yourself, I want to do this? Because it's only been, because that was obviously. 
obviously yeah. 20 years ago. Right. At that point, I'm thinking, I want to, I'm 36 right now, and I was thinking then, I want to perform. You know, I didn't want to, like, act or sing or whatever, but I definitely want to ham it up in some extroverted, you know, capacity that sick people do. And But then once I got to college and I started seeing comedy more regularly, I would go to the Comedy Connection in Boston occasionally, like, with my mom, I'd ever take me. And then when I got to college and started seeing it in New York City, I went to NYU. Then I was like, oh, I want to do this. And so then that's, then I started. Why'd you hold on so long? I'm not doing it. Because when I graduated in 99, I started doing musical theater. I started doing like national tours of Broadway shows and stuff. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I hear a duet yeah. coming on. <laughs> Come so, on, brother. Come on, do it. What can we do as do a it. duet? Come I don't on. Know. I'm the, I'm, I'm, we're both straight queens here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I oh, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I was doing that, and I enjoyed it. But here's a funny, actually, sort of origin-type story. I, I was doing a, the tour of Camelot. Our bus broke down going from Virginia to West Virginia. We got to a theater that was sold out, at like I think it was at the University of West Virginia, 2,500 people waiting. Our set got there. Our crew got there. But the cast got there like 15 minutes after showtime was supposed to begin. We had to do sound check to like calibrate to the new space mm -hmm. yeah. with the orchestra and stuff and the microphones. Ooh. So they had uh, me, the three leads, Guinevere, King Arthur, and me, Lancelot, had to go out and just say just a little bit of dialogue and sing a little bit. So Guinevere went out and was like, Guinevere type stuff. And then <laughs> King Arthur did that. And then when it, my time came out, I was like, you know what? If these people, these gracious people who paid money to see the show, I don't want to say anything that's in the show because right. I don't want to spoil it for them. So they, you know, we're late. You know, so I was like, I'll just talk. I'll tell them a little bit about our day. And I did. And at mm -hmm. one point, 2,500 people laughed at something that I... I had just thought up, and I was like, that's screw it. musical theater. I wanted yeah, to stand up. That's, cra that's a crack hit. So right? it was the yeah. biggest crack hit. Yeah. yeah I, I filled my pants with uh, <laughs> effluvia. Are you allowed to swear on here? I'm yeah, trying you are. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. So I filled my pants with naughty biscuits. Is that a swear word? <laughs> oh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, then I was like, we're not having back do. on again. He's, he's going to have his FCC is after his yeah, that was, Naughty that was biscuits. Disgusting. That's one of the seven dirty words. I know. So Rob Delaney's with us in case you're just joining us. Rob Delaney is um, a, a comedian uh, who is one of the most popular comics on Twitter uh, where you get to basically uh, tell jokes mm -hmm. that are immediately judged. Yep. Here's the part I resent for free. For free, yeah. I, totally. love, the, I love the way people judge you, mm -hmm. and it's free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, shut up. Exactly. You know? And by the way, can yeah. you do any better? Yes, for real. Yeah, yeah. How many <laughs> times have you responded to people, and do you get into fights? You know what's funny is I do have sort of the good fortune. Uh, the Internet, in many ways, is a... Is a toilet, a horrible toilet that should be avoided at all costs. But then in some ways, it's kind of good, especially if in a career where you have to have such thick skin if you're going to proceed to any level of success. So in a way, I am glad that I came up sort of didn't nobody knew who I was before the internet was a firmly entrenched poison that we all had to take mm -hmm. a gram of each morning, and so, <laughs> uh, so I got used to sort of seeing there were people who rode the wave ahead of me, and I would see how they dealt with criticism, and like really, you just can't really engage. You want to, mm. but it's like, do you want to? All right, like I don't like dog shit. Am I going to step in it and rub it all over my shoe, and then take some and rub it in my hair and be mm. like, I hate dog shit? How about I keep on walking? You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's sort of how I try to think of it, and I totally have examples like. 
friends in my real life who I'll see engage with people and I'll be like, what are you doing? The sun is out. Go get a sandwich. Go jerk <laughs> off. I mean, why are you? So, sure, I'm a human person with feelings. Right. And I, I'd be like, oh, I wish people were nicer. But a lot of people are. So I try to focus on the positive. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if anybody who with any kind of following in any realm, there's going to be people who are like, you're the best. Can I blow you for 30 years? And then there are going to be people who be like, you should kill yourself. Can I help you kill yourself? Right. Right. Kill yourself. Right. And so you, who do you want to hang out with? Me, the answer is neither. I want to hang out with somebody <laughs> in the middle who's like, hey, keep on trucking, buddy. Like that's what I try to do. And and look, find and surround myself with, you know. Keep on trucking. I'm going to use that as my affirmation tomorrow. My yeah, meditation. keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Wear a little hat from the 70s. And like nobody's the best. Nobody's the worst. Just keep, yeah. keep on trucking. And it's day by, it's day, by day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like I, I just want to say to people, you know, just, you know, why don't you just try improving my joke instead, yeah. instead of just yeah. analyzing it, criticizing it, vilifying it. Okay, why, how about an add-on? Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, you could be a co-writer. I don't yeah. care. Uh, we have to take a break. And uh, Rob Delaney is our guest. Uh, you can call us, 323-622-8623. Maybe he'll uh, tweet on the spot. Uh-oh. Hey. <laughs> Maybe we'll sing. <laughs> hey. What kind of a duet could we do? Valjean and Javert? I don't know what they sing together. Of course they do. Valjean, at last... We see each other plain, wow. Monsieur Le Maire. Wow. You wear a different shirt. <laughs> you very beautiful. I am warning you, Javert. That's okay. okay. That's your part. Okay. I don't have He'll a He'll think memorized. about it. We'll take a break. <laughs> Maybe we'll get him the lyrics. Rob Delaney, more of him and our whole show coming right up. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording you? Oh! To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your subs of breeze. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Downloads. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphone. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff System too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. Pure Cleanse, your friend for life. Hey, Total listeners, the sports guru and the butt knocker from the Sportscast Wednesdays, 4 to 6 Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got you got not the fuck out. Bonehead of the week. Check us out on Total Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live. TotalNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun.
With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. What in the world were you born to do? What in the world were you born to do? Born. And tease me. I'll take the abuse. Cause I know that I was born to love you. You're so electric. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. I guess if you watch it now, you can see a blown up photo of our guest. In a Speedo. In a Speedo. In a green Speedo. Oh, now it's down. Good. Thank goodness. Yeah, I'm with you on that. We're in agreement. I was getting a little uncomfortable there. Like a little caveman look with a Speedo. Very proud. Remind me of a photo. 
Do you remember the one of me? Uh, I sure do. Uh, I bet you do. I will never forget it. We were uh, we were on the air once, and mm-hmm. uh, Ileana was my assistant also, mm-hmm. and knew everything about me, and had everything at her disposal. And uh, right. ca- she, ca- she came upon a, a photo of me. Very similar to that, although mm-hmm. I had my pants at my ankles. Oh, wow. Not completely yeah. off, okay. at my ankles. Just see your ankles. Holding no, a can of tab. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you know, you ever have those moments where you just think, oh, this is a, like a, a modeling shot or something, <laughs> even though you're not a model or never could be? Uh-huh. But I was overlooking an ocean, and it just came upon me. I'll pull my pants down and just mm-hmm. be naked, one with nature, with the hair blowing. In the, in and a breeze, tab. And a can of tab. <laughs> Very artistic. So they posted it, of course. Excellent. And they, uh, yes. and that made the rounds. <laughs> well we blocked done. out the little penis the little, area. The little penis <laughs> area. Oh, we put our show logo uh-huh. in the place That's of right. the penis, uh-huh. which luckily I have a long name. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so Rob Delaney comes to us from Marblehead. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, I just did a burp. Uh, uh, nice. Three. I just did three, thanks to your chips. That's why I didn't want to have them right before <laughs> your bad. organic You're chips. You're always burping anyway. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. That is not true. Yes, I do not are. burp that much. <laughs> My kids burp, and you're burping a little one I'm right now. I'm burping a baby right now. Do you now. see that segue, how clever that was? I hadn't thought of that, yeah, but yeah. I thought, I'm bringing it right back to you. I don't want to talk yeah, about it. That's what I was thinking about, is burping my son, yeah. <laughs> And perfect, perfecting the burp. I Two burped months him. old, right? Yeah, I burped him this morning, and he uh, he did a good burp, and then he vomited down my back. Um, <laughs> a good, well, I mean, I guess it was a spit up, technically, yeah. but it necessitated a, a shirt change, which now <laughs> I'll only do, like, I have to get thrown up on twice before I change a shirt. Because if it's like 8.30 in the morning, I'm like, why would I change it now? You know, it's going to happen again. I love that you actually have a figure. Yeah. Over two and under two. Yep. I have a picture of my son, uh, I think it's on the internet, uh, it spit up in my eye, directly oh, yeah, into my yeah, eye. Yeah. And what's great about it is he turns around for the photo, and he still has a little piece of vomit dangling. Nice. <laughs> and he had just nailed me, and I'm just going, ah! <laughs> my whole eye is filled. It yeah. looked like I was seen from the birds. Like, nice. And, uh, yeah, it, they will do that. Oh, they sure will. And you have two children now. Yeah, right? my two-year-old sneezed into my ear the other day and i didn't know how loud a sneeze was because they rarely happen inside your eardrum but i was like i that's very loud it hurt a lot that's the two-year-old you have boys or girls both boys you took me nice. too. I got all three boys. Yeah. Holy man! Did you want that, or was the second one were you trying uh, for a girl? Did you no, you know, I had hoped that the first one would be a girl because I really yeah. thought, like, I if it's a boy, why would I take care of him? He won't need anything. I'll just be like, here's some, here's some goldfish and a hammer. He'll be fine, you know. But if it was a girl, <laughs> if it was a girl, I'd be like, hey, little, who needs daddy's help with whatever, you know? But of course, then when a boy came out, I was like, I will love you forever. Yeah. The second I saw him, and, so. and you need daddy's help exactly because yeah. they really do need a lot. They do. Aren't they completely different right out of the shoot? That's what's amazing. Yeah, Have you like, noticed the different energies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what's absolutely. different about these two? Um, this second one is uh, physically stronger and uh, <laughs> calmer. You can tell already? Yeah. Yeah, Tom, for real. At two months, you can tell. Oh, he can. Like, you want to hold him and he sticks his head up, he can operate it like a woodpecker or like a, a wrecking ball. Uh, yeah, and this one's going to be as much beefier. And I, I realize I haven't talked about personality attributes. The second one will cry and we'll be like, keep it up. We don't care. We're not afraid of a crying baby anymore. With the first one, we were like, oh, my God, how do we help? And the second oh, one, we're like, cry it up, buddy. You know? Isn't it unbelievable how the second one you treat completely? Yeah. It, it really, there's a lot to be said about second children. Yeah. I mean, the first one, you're re- reading books. Yeah. How many books? I had a library of oh, books yeah. on how to raise children. Mm-hmm. They drop food. It's police tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
you're scrubbing down like the set of Gattaca. Totally. Oh my God, I found, I found a hair. Oh my God, don't touch that. I only just saw Gattaca the other day. You did not, I swear to God. I noticed the my, reference. Yeah, really my, my wife was you, like, you, have you person. not seen this? I hadn't. I really enjoyed it. So. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. I'm glad someone got that stupid reference. Yeah, yeah. I have to update my references. No, I thought it was superb, and I'm glad that you referenced it. <laughs> But that's the thing is, is you really, and by the third one, really. You can't even imagine. Oh, my God. I'm, I, yeah. I'm seriously. I'm like, you even I'm, feed it? <laughs> I've said it, and yeah. uh, three years old, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I toss him the keys now. Yeah, yeah. Go totally, drive. Totally. I'm not taking you to preschool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll it's get like mad. That now. I'll get mad at the two year old. He's still in diapers. Of course, he turned two the other day, so he just wears like larger diapers than the other mm -hmm. one. So I'll change the first one's tiny little itsy bitsy postage stamp diapers, and I'll be like, Oh, dare you? Okay, little buddy. And then the two year old will be like, <laughs> and I'll be like, What are you doing? You're like an adult. Come on, Terry. It's not Terry, but when you shit your pants <laughs> like that, you have to be called Plus, Terry. you want to change the name in case the lawsuit's happening. Exactly. Right? <laughs> no. You're like, why? I get mad at him for being normal. Yeah, well, that's what they do. They cra Now, uh, when when is – and that's the thing. You want to up when they uh, toilet train. Mm -hmm. You want to up that fast. Okay. And I, I, I was on top of this last one, big yeah, time. Yeah, I bet. I'd be, I'd take him onto the toilet with me. Yeah, yeah. And I'll go oh, here. Yeah. Look, get yeah. a paper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say to my, I would say to my yeah. kids, this is what we love to do. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. This is, this is, it's a guy thing. Okay. And that's, and they go, oh, wait a minute, okay. Uh, Mom usually takes care of me, but when this guy does, yeah. he wants me to do this. He wants the package. <laughs> yes, because I don't want to change crap. Right. It's yeah. it's the, and by the third one, by the way, I stopped doing it. Oh wow! Yeah, I stopped participating. Understood. Yeah, okay. I just my wife really likes it. Okay. So, I mean, she enjoys this. This is her bonding moment. If uh -huh. that's how she bonds, I let her bond that way. Okay. I do it with a mitt. Understood. And a ball. <laughs> okay. Traditional ways. Uh huh. Now, do you have um, expectations for them? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm a sissy. I don't. I'm terrible at sports. You know, really? I listen to You're musical triathlon. theater. Yeah, I listen to like death metal, like filthy metal, and musical theater. And I'm bad <laughs> at sports. And so they're not going to get anything masculine, classically masculine. You know, gender, whatever. That'll come from their mom, the triathlete, and I'll I'll help them with gardening, maybe. So <laughs> I don't. I don't really care. You know, as long as they're happy. I mean, I don't know it's the cliche, but I don't care what they do. You know, really. I really don't. I here's here's the difficulty I have is if they choose something that mm -hmm. I know nothing about, you want to be involved with them, right? So you find yourself okay, I'll learn this or I'll just ignore it and let them go their own way. I mean, right. you have those two choices. Sure. If, but you don't know yet because they're two years yeah. old. They're not making decisions. <laughs> no, the the older one is definitely very what you'd consider classically, you know, uh, boyish. You know, he loves to smash things and yell. And I mean, like if he sees a, like his favorite thing in the world is a garbage truck, he literally has an aneurysm, and I have to revive him when he sees <laughs> a garbage truck. So with uh, the same thing, yeah, they even know the guy's name. Oh, it's insane. He toots for them and everything. It's yeah, like yeah. yeah. And there's a schedule. Here he comes. <laughs> really? Oh, so you have the yeah. same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garbage truck. Yeah, yeah. And Bananas. Then, yeah. So do, do you have the guy toot for you? Oh, yeah. And he oh, freaks all... out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he definitely loves garbage trucks more than he loves me. And uh, it's okay. <laughs> therapy for that. <laughs> Rob Delaney is our guest. Uh, you, you've been in the business for uh, 10 years. And I think that you had a moment in your life. We, t we discussed this on our mm -hmm. show. Is, is those... 
the epiphany moments, sure. the, the, the big life changers, mm -hmm. and yours happened when you had a drunk driving accident? Yeah, I was 25, so it was 11 years ago. I drove a car. I was blackout drunk, and I drove into a building not terribly far from where we are right now. And uh, then I woke up in the hospital, you know, surrounded by cops and doctors. And, uh, yeah, I had driven into a building, and I got pretty badly hurt. I broke both my arms uh, badly and had to have surgery on them. And, uh, you know, I went to jail in a wheelchair, and I was sort of glad. It was like a blessing, but not really in disguise, because I had been trying to quit for drinking for some time. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, and I was like, oh, I'm a dangerous menace to the world at large, I can't do this anymore. Right. So that was, it's very good that that happened. I'm glad that it happened. I didn't enjoy it, but it's it's good that it happened. Well, yeah, you can't get to the other place and yeah. to the other side and, unless you have incredible pain. I, I went through a, a number of times, though, that I thought it was the bottom. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you went through that. Oh, this will be the bottom. This will right. be the bottom. Yeah. Oh, I overdosed and died. Yeah. I okay. hovered over my body. That's uh, the bottom. Okay. Yep. Back yeah, again yeah. three okay. days later. Okay. You can't be a drunk because yeah. you made it three days. Sure. And you have these little deals with yourself. Oh, Did yeah. you do those as well? Oh, yeah. And it must have really escalated when you're on tour with musical theater people. Because oh, it's pissing a, in beds, yeah, like yeah. just puking. And yeah. it's a party. It's a party because you're, you have people to party with. Yeah, that's that the thing with stand up. You're alone. Yeah, but here you're partying. You know, you're singing and. Uh -huh. <laughs> I can remember being in, like, Pikes Peak or whatever the super high city in Colorado is, and they have oxygen backstage, as as you may know, yeah. in cities uh, that have high stadiums and stuff. And uh, so, so hungover, like, day three of, like, a bad vodka hangover and, mm -hmm. like, just vision going down, like, disappearing to, like, a pinpoint. And I'm, like, on stage singing, and I'm, like, uh, my only job, I don't have to do good because I won't tonight. <laughs> but don't throw up on stage, don't shit myself, and don't cry. <laughs> if I do cry, don't sob. Just let tears go down my face. But don't oh my rack my body with sobs. And I didn't. I, like, barely made it through the show. But I remember being, like, oh, that was a success. Tony's might be coming my way. <laughs> I wish I made that list before I peed myself on stage that time. I could Completely wet myself That's with amazing. beige pants. I'm glad. And that, they put that the happened. follow spot right on it. Yes. Right during <laughs> something's coming. And yes. something was coming from West Side Story. <laughs> yep. I bet you can sing that. I'm uh, trying to lure him into singing with me. I, I can't. I very rarely look. I very rarely meet a straight guy that's into yeah. musicals this much. This well, I'll tell you fantastic. what. Here, I tell you what. I, it, as it turns out, I'm actually going to sing the national anthem. I just found this out the other day at a Dodgers game coming up pretty soon. I've done it before. I haven't done it in years because my contact there kind of moved on or whatever. But I finally got back in touch with them, and it's going to happen this year. Yeah, I, I've sung there, and it's oh, very, cool. it's very uh, difficult because it there's is that delay, mm -hmm. and they put you in center field. So you're really uh, far away from it. Or do they do it now, at home plate now? Now they do it at home plate. Okay. Well, I was in center field. I've, I've done home plate as well. Mm -hmm. But that delay is really weird. Murders you. It, it's, yeah. And I wonder, why do you have a delay? Do you think the FCC is like, you know, you have to have a delay. He's going to curse in a minute. Oh, say, can you fucking see? Whoa! We got to bleep that. Yeah. I think what it is it is makes no that sense to me. It's from old PAs. And, uh, really? The brand new ones, like the brand, brand new ones, yeah. they, they do it so there's no delay. They do? New, amazing I'm new not been to a brand new one yet. 
when I first did it at the at Fenway in 2004, the delay in 500-year-old Fenway Park was such that you were doing a duet with yourself That's from right. three <laughs> seconds ago yeah. who was singing much louder than you were right now. <laughs> so it was literally, and it's, I think it's fair, even a layman might know that the Star Spangled Banner spans octaves and sure. is one of the hardest songs written yeah. to perform. Yes. That's why so many people screw it up. And lyrics, too. Yeah, so yeah. I remember it was like out-of-body experience. It was, it was definitely the hardest performance thing I've ever, ever done. Well, there's nothing to relate to in the lyrics. You know, lyrics, yeah. you can memorize things if you can relate if to them because it's organic. Yeah. But, yeah. but there's nothing relatable. It, it while you're sense. singing, you're going, you know, yeah. I have no idea. You know, totally. Bombs bursting in air. Gave proof. I, and you have no idea. What I did was I would catch up to myself on long <laughs> notes. <laughs> okay. Did you ever do That's that? a good idea. I didn't think like, of that. Uh, yeah, I would <laughs> extend the notes. I go, mm -hmm. and I would go, free. <laughs> <laughs> and I would go, oh, there you go. Uh -huh. I finally hit a damn note that I recognize. So, so you, uh, what are some of your favorite musicals? I want to pick one. So, that oh, I was going to say it. during the break, okay. yeah. uh, there's a newish one. There's this guy. I don't know if you know his name is Adam Gattel. Uh He had a has a show called Floyd Collins that came out maybe 15 years ago or something, but which is brand spanking new as far as musicals go. That's amazing. I enjoyed Wicked very much. I only yeah. saw that for the first time. It's only it's mostly women parts. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but I like women and sorcery. Although. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Favorites. And then, of course, you know, I mean, I love. Uh, I'll do anything. a female if you would like. I would. I can do. <laughs> I can be that just so I can have the opportunity to sing with Rob Delaney. Who knew that, that he had this skill? We had no and idea. I'll bet you you were brought up. Uh, I know you're brought up in an Irish home mm -hmm. to be, you, you probably followed tenors. Irish tenors were a part of your, that they were listening to albums in your house. It's a very safe um, bet, but you're wrong. Really? I mean, there would be like Italian tenors. I don't know why I know Irish ones, but yeah, like Placido Domingo was big in the Delaney house. I don't know why. But tenors um, were happening there. Yeah, yeah. There okay, I just got the wrong race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same like, you know, tribal, dirty, you know, Catholic people. You know, <laughs> terrible, awful race of people. Yeah, but a different one. <laughs> Har Harrier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much more to sing about. And so, so uh, what, what can we come up with? Eliana, you're the music expert. Can we sing something here? Something from West Side Story. West Side Story. Uh, yeah. Uh, something's coming. Something's coming. Something good. If I can wait. That was me. That was me peeing my pants. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's exactly when I pee my pants because I went, what are the words here? There's too okay. many words. And a it's a words. lot of octaves. A lot of words. I remember one time I auditioned for Phantom on uh, Broadway, and I forgot some of the words in the audition, so I like made some up. And this was when I had just like started to dabble in comedy, so I was like, well, who cares? You know, we sure we can improv. And I made up some <laughs> lyrics, and boy, did they not think that was funny oh, wow. at all. Oh, they're big in scriptural integrity, which I, know I don't are. believe in anymore. So <laughs> uh, they were like, "Thank I you." I know, I know. It's, it's a relax for God's Come sakes. On. I, it always amazes me when people complain about the price of comedy. To see a comedy show, it's mm -hmm. twenty, twenty-five bucks or something mm -hmm. like that. But you'll see the same exact lyrics mm -hmm. on a play and pay a hundred dollars oh, yeah. to see the same exact thing. Now mm -hmm. I know it's a more extraordinary, and there's set pieces mm -hmm. and things like that. 
But we, you know, we're we're bringing like originality every yeah, night, yeah. and we're in the moment, and it's like you never know what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. There, you do know what you're going to get. You, do. you can listen to the cast album. Mm -hmm. It'll cost you a download for a buck. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it doesn't make any sense when they, when they complain about. Now, where are you touring? Speaking of touring, are you uh, on the road? Yeah, I, actually, uh, I just though I'm going to do the Wilbur in July, just because we were just talking about Boston. But I've got yeah. If you go to robdelaney.com, you can see all my tour dates, and there are actually a lot coming up because I gave myself kind of a paternity leave because of this baby that just happened yeah but now screw it and i'm leaving and i'm gonna be <laughs> on the road a lot i'm gonna go to london uh in a week and wow. i'm gonna do london and dublin and then i come back and do many other cities in the do United you States. Uh, do you skype with your family and the kids and everything when you go on the road i do it's funny because when i don't see when i'm not looking at them i'm not thinking about them but as soon as <laughs> i as soon as i as soon as we like Skype or FaceTime and I like see any of them, I like totally start crying. I'm like, I'm gonna come back. But uh, <laughs> that's why I try to not look at them or think about them uh, when I'm away. So you I can think about our together. kids' memories of us, how different they're going to be of our fathers. <laughs> yeah. My, my father, I would never say those words ever. That I remember my father crying, saying yeah, yeah, he missed yeah. me, yeah. and suddenly he broke into song. Yeah. I could never say right. that about my father, old school. Did yeah. you have an old school dad? My dad, uh, I no, I don't think it was. My dad liked to read a lot. He liked to sail a lot. My dad is a like a salty old book reading, attic dwelling, you know, pleasant <laughs> person. Uh, he's very smart, but he's like very private, and uh, and so like if I fell asleep in right field in a little league game, he'd be like, hey, what are you gonna do? You know, he didn't <laughs> totally didn't care. Well, he was um, in the attic anyway. He didn't even see the game. Yeah. Did, they, did, did, your, did your parents show up at your games? Yeah, they would totally come. I yeah. can't stand you don't have any issues with your parents. I no, trying, I do. I'm trying I mean, to get out of them. No, no, no. They, they got private. They're fine. Yeah, no, no. They're they smart. got divorced. They're books. Oh, they when did. I was 14. There we go. You know, here we go. Here we go. Well, just to say that I've they're got some blood people. <laughs> you know, I like them and love them. but uh, And I think after me getting sober 10 years ago and kind of recalibrating my relationship to the world, I'm not like as angry as I was at them. But yeah. For ten years, I was like hated them. You did know? you? Oh yeah, definitely. What did but you hate about them? That that they well, when you that's another thing is like be and when you get divorced, if you have kids, you're still going to have a relationship with the other parent. You know mm. what I mean? So make an effort to keep it civil. You know what yeah. I mean? Make an effort. Yeah. And uh, because uh, you know, and you've been divorced. I have that right now, okay. and it's really uncivil. And it's been eight years of uncivilization. Un so <laughs> I'm, I'm no, I am not telling you your business, but I will say that a feeling that I had is that my parents would forget that my sister and I were made up 50% of yeah. each of them. Yeah. So to see them at war hurt yeah. physically, you know what I mean? So, mm. so – I, that would have been cool if they could have figured that out uh, earlier. You yeah, know what I mean, so that's I had that with uh, my parents. Okay, you know, definitely there was a. I mean, forget about it. Yeah, my, yeah. My father was his last name was he doesn't pay child support. Right, right. And and, and as a kid, you do not want to hear this. No, you don't. It, it, it's like first of all, you don't even know what it means. Right. And then second of all, oh, that's the blame for everything. And it might and be it, as true as the day sure, is long. That doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah. And that's the issue I have uh, with my ex. Is, yeah. uh, that's what goes on. Is I, I beg and plead mm -hmm. and try every me method possible. Mm -hmm. And by the way, fail myself. In my defense. Yeah. 
because as you're defending, you're also offending. Right. And, and a better thing to do for you, and you may have figured this out, is if you want to complain about her to your kids, it better to go out in the garage and just punch yourself in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a hell more healthy. <laughs> I figure that out. But then there's that. <laughs> I figured that out sometimes. Uh -huh. I talked about it earlier in the yeah. day. I am 80% there <laughs> on spirituality. It's that other 20%. Oh, 80% is amazing. I really? Yeah, that's pretty good. Are you kidding you me? You don't think you're up at 80? Fuck no. I, I just met you and I could tell you oh, I'm going to put you up there. 51 I, maximum. 51 max? Maximum. Okay, so 51% of the time you are you know, pretty much centered and mindful and stuff like that. And the other 49%. Fuck them all. Oh, yeah. You yes. should have seen me when I tried to park to come here. I parked, <laughs> I parked, I parked on, on the side of the street, and these new meters now tell you, it said, hey, don't park here because it's street cleaning. And I was like, you fucking piece of shit, you helpful, <laughs> amazing new machine. And I wanted to rip it out of the ground and beat a person to death with it. So I did made an aggravated U-turn across the street, and I came in and pretended I was normal. <laughs> <laughs> you fooled us. She walked in. I, walked, I looked out of the window. You were completely surprised. Serene, probably uh, tweeting another serene tweet. <laughs> I actually do not pick that up from your tweets. I do not pick up, uh, you know, the the forty nine percent. You know, most, right. well, a, a lot the of thing, them are the thing about that is, born is there... out of out of you know frustration or resentment or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what comedy comes yeah, from. Yeah, definitely. Pain. But at the same time, I do think even though I'm a scumbag and I'm in my comedy and profane and filthy and all that. I do believe that comedy is a positive force, so I am trying to, in my own tiny way, you know, be uh, the most, the stupidest, most mentally challenged alchemist in history and trying to turn pain into good and stuff like that. Yeah. So I know my problems are legion, but I am trying <laughs> to, if I ever open my mouth in a public forum, it is hopefully trying to help out a tiny, tiny bit. It's difficult, though, because when people view you as a certain way, so uh, you're probably viewed a lot mm -hmm. as sarcastic and mm -hmm. really uh, irreverent mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, and yet there's a large part of you that is this other guy. And that's what I was talking about, that percentage. So yeah. when I come out with, like a lot of times I want more Twitter followers. Right? Sure, sure. So I'll go engage mm -hmm. and uh, I'll go political. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It doesn't work. It's <laughs> so it doesn't, rarely does. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Right, yeah. I try to even glom on to someone else's political yeah. thing. You know, yeah. Sarah Silverman, yeah. a, yeah, little yeah. Silver, a yeah. little simple one, and I go, yeah. okay. I'll yeah. go get some of her followers. I got attacked. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, attacked. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. stupid. I mean, they were calling me idiot. And I'm going, wait, wait, you don't know me. I'm yeah, just yeah, a following. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you want to defend yourself and everything else. And then I just ran like yeah. you told me to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want that dog shit on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult because, and then some people will go, well, where'd that come from, Gandhi? Yeah. You know, when, when, when you yeah, come yeah, up yeah, with yeah, something yeah. that might be yeah. uplifting, and I think that my whole thing is like we're limitless, and why would you want to put I a, a really lid on agree with you. box? Uh, you know, it's kind of I, I almost feel like what, is it the Marines who say like kill them all and let God sort them out? I feel like <laughs> it, it, a way to turn that into a positive is uh, like <laughs> is that people I think a lot of people, most people perhaps uh, maybe fifty one percent are smarter, better, gooder, uh, more sensitive and <laughs> intelligent than we might think, and so they can handle huge tonal shift. Most people aren't replying to you. They're reading that and being like, I get it. He told a fart joke earlier and then he said something sensitive and then he said something political. I can handle that because I'm a human being with a functioning brain, right? <laughs> Only the people who write back. If you, it, First of all, it should cost money to comment on the internet. Not on Twitter, but if you want to write like a 
comment on something, it should cost money. There's like a movement starting to try and make that happen. And wow. I'm so behind it. Because even if you say something positive, you're probably an idiot. If you're commenting on something rather than making a sandwich or seeing what cutlery in your kitchen feels good up your butt, <laughs> handle first. Then, like, get, go do that. I mean, it's so crazy. People are crazy. Oh, God. Oh, we, oh, we have to go. Rob Delaney okay. <laughs> is robdelaney.com, a.k.a. Yep. Go there. Go yes. there. Check the guy out. You checked him out for an hour here. Didn't Thank do you. any of his stand-up, but go, trust you. me on this one. One of the best stand-ups out there. Very go follow him on you. Twitter as if he needs more. Well, thank you so much. I had fun. Send some people to me, would you? I will. <laughs> for God's sakes. <laughs> to our show. Yeah. We have 800 followers. Okay. <laughs> you get that. You have that in your sofa cushions. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. I don't even know what to do anymore. I always think to be more irreverent, follow, follow someone, you know, how they do it. Yeah. Anyway, we try to do it naturally, organically. We did miss Sarah today. Sarah sure Sweet, if you're listening out there, call me now. <laughs> we'll take your call off the air. <laughs> uh, Ileana Rose, thanks so much. Stefan, thanks for being a great intern. You've been tweeting all that the entire time? You've been trying? I don't want to hear try, pal. I want to hear you're doing what you're doing. Joel Geist, thanks for a great show. You're welcome. Next week, who do we have, Ileana? I don't we know. Have whoever you tell we call. Me. We have whoever we called two days before. We're back on Wednesdays. And we're back on Wednesday next week. I'll be in Philadelphia, Baltimore, Albany this weekend. Look it up at craigshoemaker.com. Love to have you come out and see the new material. Let's go have some fun together, be telling stories, changing all the names of my family. And uh, we'll see you next week. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. Enhances the senses, opens your mind. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.